that's forty low. Hello and welcome to the Forty Below sessions for Forty Below Volume Two, Alberta's Winter Anthology. Today we talk with Nathan Waddell, and he is a writer from Hinton and Edmonton, basically at the same time. But before we talk to him, our sponsor for today's episode is Crazy Carpets. Crazy Carpets. They're blue. They're plastic. They make you go down the hill real fast. Take them off some sweet jumps today. Crazy Carpets. So Nathan is uh, just one of the the great things about editing an anthology like this that includes writers from across Alberta. There's obviously so many writers that I don't know of, never read before, obviously never met before, a lot of them. And Nathan is one of those surprises that just kind of came out of nowhere. And his uh, story is a very sweet story um, in the book. And uh, the other very interesting thing about Nathan is that he is a coal miner. And that's obviously all I wanted to talk about at first when uh, I first met him and we sat down to talk. So we start off our conversation talking about coal mining, and then we talk a little bit about Hinton, and uh, go on from there. So let's go to my talk right now with Nathan Waddell. So like you're one of these people that you you submitted something to the book. I know nothing about you. I don't know. I've never met you before. I don't know where you came from. I don't know what you do. And... Uh, so I don't even know where to start, but you're a coal miner? That's right, yeah. So, and you live here, but you work in Hinton? That's right. So how does it work? Uh, well, I grew up in Hinton, so yeah. that's kind of my, my in there. And uh, my dad was a coal miner. It's open pit, so all heavy equipment and, and stuff like that out in the Rockies. It's beautiful, but it's ugly, like <laughs> like in my piece. And uh, yeah, my dad's retired now, but I followed in his footsteps, and it's four on, four off. So the four on, I'm there. Four off, I'm here. So kind of one foot in both. So when you're there, you stay somewhere. You stay somewhere else. It's kind of like a Fort McMurray thing. Like you have a place, or do you s- like? No, I stay with my grandma, and oh. I always have. But now she moved to Edmonton, and she has her house up for sale. So I'm not sure where I'm going to stay now, or if I'm going to. I don't know. Like I, I don't really know. And also, the coal industry is so bad right now that they might shut the doors too. And so. So when I. So when I think, so what are, what exactly do you do? Like I'm thinking of coal mining. I'm thinking of like those Chilean guys that got stuck in yeah, the hole, and I'm thinking canaries like, and the Virginia. Like what exactly do you do you do when you're at work? Nothing like that at all. Yeah, I mean we're extracting coal from the ground, but it's not it's not underground. It's like we're actually up in the mountains, but we're digging with the heavy excavators. It is like Fort McMurray because we have the excavators mm. and the trucks and the loaders and dozers and everything like that. So I run that equipment, and I do a lot of physical labor right now as my bid. And I, yeah, it's it's one of those things where you kind of love it and you kind of hate it, you know? Like, it's, it's yeah. How long have you done it for? Um, Ten years straight and off and on for 20 years. And so you said you, so you're from Hinton. The story that you, Escape Velocity, your story, takes place in Hinton. Basically. More or less. I don't yeah. name it. But. Yeah, but you're kind of, you kind of know. Yeah. Maybe I know a little bit more because I, I know that you say you're from there and stuff. So, But I think people get somewhat of an idea because it so. does have that industrial feel. It's like a, it, it's a place that you pass on the way to the other place. Exactly. 
Um, so, what was it like growing up in Hinton? I loved it. You know what I mean? Like, like because I didn't know any better. And I've been thinking about this this story. And the kid in the story is smarter than I ever was because the kid figured out how to get out. And I had to be dragged out. My parents decided to move to Edmonton when I was 15 so I could go to high school here, get away from, like, the small town high school mm-hmm. and stuff. And I was like, why? This is the best. Like, like, I loved it. Like, the mountains and, like, I knew all the where to go biking, my bicycle, and, and all my friends. Like, it was the best place in the world to grow up. Went, you know, and then I moved to Edmonton. I just kind of opened my eyes that there's a bigger world. And, of course, Edmonton is not necessarily the biggest either. Yeah. And I just, like, I wish I could go back 25 years and say, you know, there's a place like New York. <laughs> or, but Edmonton's good, too. I like Edmonton. But, yeah. so, the kid, so the kid in the story is not necessarily just you when you were younger. You, it, this is a character, kind of? It's not just? Yeah, like, it's definitely made-up situations. But I'd be lying if I said it had, you know, like, I, I was definitely that kid who was kind of funny-looking and didn't quite fit in and. No one ever buried me in snow, but I, I definitely got beat up my fair share. And, you know, and like I say, he, he figured it out. He, he figured, like, let's get out of here. Let's move on. But I just wanted to stay there. There's the whole idea in the story of, you know, so there's uh, of outer space. So that, uh, there's that sense. Escape velocity kind of means you have to be going so fast to escape the atmosphere, basically, of the place that you're at. And then you, you enter kind of outer space and outer, outer space is like the vacuum of space, which can be kind of compared sometimes to winter going out unprotected mm-hmm. without, you know, the proper clothing or gear. And basically you're going to have the same result as being out in space pretty much. Essentially. Yeah. 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 And, um, so you, your relationship with writing, um, is that something that's always been there? Did you pick it up later or? Yeah, it's always been there. I mean, my teachers in Hinton were really good and they encouraged me and they nurtured me, you know, and like I never thought of myself, like I never thought I'm going to be a writer. I'm going to grow up and I'm going to be a writer. I never really thought that, but I always enjoyed writing. Like even it's just letters to a friend. I got into uh, into uh, like thrash metal and death metal in high school. And the thing that appealed to me more than just like the music was like the, the lyrics to me were so, I know it's going to sound so stupid, but like they were so poetic. Like, yeah. Like the Metallica lyrics, like the way it was la- laid out, it was laid out like concrete poetry. Like each section had a different indentation. I'm like, he's put some thought into this. And it made me like, I can write stuff like this. And that, you know, that silly, if you were to book, look back when I was 15 and say like, let's read these poems you wrote, I would die. <laughs> you know, yeah. but like it, it. We'd all be in yeah, the same place. Yeah, exactly. But like it helped me to realize that writing is fun. Like the writing is just fun. It's fun. Yeah. It's something I do that I enjoy. And then blogging kind of took off 2002-ish or so, three, I think. I started a blog. I had like three readers, one of whom was my dad. <laughs> you know how that goes. But at least it, like it, you, you hone your craft, I guess, yeah. if I can use a NPR word. Yeah. And it's an, it's an, it's an outlet and it's a, it's a, it's a way to connect, I guess. The, the possibility is that you can connect with other people more than the three. Three will turn into six. Maybe it will turn into 12. Yeah, that's right. So what were you blogging about? Bears. It was called Pooing in the Woods, and it was all about, like, whimsical stuff. Yeah, it's hard to describe. But, like, it was a lot of, like, silly poetry and silly short stories, but but intelligent, too, you know? Mm-hmm. At least I tried. What were you uh, – so who, was this inspired by stuff that you were reading as well, or, or do you have uh, – some writers that kind of inspired you? 
Yeah. It was it's kind of like covering up my own space. Like like no one else is doing this is going to sound terrible, but no one else is doing rhyming couplets that are actually intelligent. <laughs> and I know that sounds terrible. And I don't do that so much anymore, but but no one's doing this funny stuff to make you laugh. And it was just kind of my own thing, and I had some friends that were into it too. As far as writers go, I like guys like Neil Stevenson, Dan Simmons, uh, some nonfiction writers I like a lot too. Tim Cahill. I don't even know if I'm saying his name right. Cahill, Cahill. I think Cahill's probably right. I think. Yeah. So. And um, how did you hear about 40 Below, and when did you decide to submit something? Did, did you write this for the book, or did, was this something you had already written? Yeah, well, so I love the library. Library is like my ultimate place. All libraries, really, but especially EPL. And so whenever there's a new writer in residence, I'm like, follow. So I've been following you for a while on Twitter. And uh, definitely from that, I heard about the 40 Below thing. And then you had the 40 Below Volume 2. And I'm like, I'm going to submit something. So I have a friend whose website I write for every Thursdays. And that's kind of like between my four days of working in a coal mine and having something for her every week. It's kind of like my, th- my time is allotted, you know. But I wanted to do this. And then I saw that you changed the deadline. I'm like, oh, I got to do this right now. So I just sat down. I think I wrote that in one night. Just kind of came out. And I barely revised it, yeah, just because it was kind of like my life, but but not really. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, so so this is a good uh, opportunity. We'll uh, get you to read a little bit from from your story. Sure. Escape velocity. Winter starts in the sky, in space, really. Axial tilt and apogees and all that. I like to imagine that snowflakes come down from the moon. I look up at it from my window when it's full or close to it, and it shines so bright and so white, it's easy to pretend that snow falls down from there, frozen and silent. I read on the internet, or maybe at school, that there's this moon of Jupiter whose atmosphere is frozen, and it covers the surface like snow. That made me laugh. It's not really an atmosphere sliding down on the job, is it? But then I look at the fresh snowfall, late at night when I'm supposed to be in bed, the night sky is so clear and crisp that it seems the cold itself has a visual quality, making everything as clear as a vacuum of space, and it does seem like there's no air left. It's all fallen to the ground to die. Winter in Alberta. Outer space come to visit. If you go out in it unprotected, you will die. Welcome to my hometown. I grew up in a small town in western Alberta, close to the Rockies. It's beautiful and it's ugly. Small and huge. You've probably been through it on your way to go skiing. Had a hot dog, had a pee. Maybe thought to yourself, wow, glad I don't live here. But it's home and I love it. It doesn't love me, though. My friends, or rather the people I go to school with, that I grew up with, Call me the space alien. Some of them beat me up sometimes. Thanks so much. And uh, so talk a little bit about what you were thinking of when you started to write this. So it's not this boy, he's not you, but he's, you know, it's kind of a composite of a little bit of your experiences. But um, tell us a little bit more about this this kid in the story. Yeah, it just, for me, writing, a lot of times you can come up with that first sentence, then the rest of it can kind of come. Because even if you have an idea, and if you can't get that first sentence, it just doesn't want to come. So luckily, I had that first sentence, and I just kind of, it just kind of flowed out. And I wish I could tell you that this was a kid that I totally fleshed out, and I totally knew everything about him. But I just kind of made him up on the spot, and like I'm not, like I'm not a, like a knowledgeable person about autism and Asperger's or anything. But I kind of strongly suggest that perhaps he's on that spectrum. You know, and I know nothing about that. So, like, like it, I'm, I'm cautious about to write about it and say, like, this is where he's at. Because I, I don't really know that. So I don't want to. But, yeah, I kind of strongly hinted that that's where he's at. 
And you said you read it to your kid. You've read it to your kids, or you read it to your kids? no, not this, not one. not this one. Yeah, but you write things for your kids. You know, that's a really good idea. I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote a children's book one time, and I had this guy. We were kind of he was drawing it for me, and I lost touch with him. And I should I should read that to my kids. That's a good idea. Oh, there, I'm glad I, I'm glad I gave you an idea. <laughs> so, um, so you're in Edmonton now. Talked a little bit about it, but your relationship with with winter nowadays, what's it what's it like? Yeah, love hate. You know, I mean that that whole idea we were talking about, about like outer space and going out into unprotected. That, that kind of makes us badass. You know, like Edmontonians, yeah. like we're pretty badass. You know, and driving around, like I drive that Highway 16 every four days. You know, if it's, whether it's a blizzard or whatever, and like winter tires, you know. And so, yeah, there's that whole sense of like, I have this. I got this under control. And then the other, like I went to Jamaica. It was my 10th anniversary with my wife, Michelle, this summer. So we went to Jamaica. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> Why do we live in Edmonton? <laughs> but I love Edmonton. I, I do I do love it. But, yeah, I'm, I'm 41. And I, so 41 winters has been, sometimes can wear you down. Yeah. And, wor- I mean, working's got to be tougher, I just imagine, in the winter Yeah, time. I work outside. Uh, I do the labor for the crew. And so, yeah, there's, yeah, night shift. Night shift is minus 35 or minus 40, I guess, yeah. for that book. It's, it's not that fun sometimes. Well, I'm uh, I'm so glad you, uh, you you sent something in. I think it's a great little piece. I like that it kind of covers a, a part of uh, a part of the province that's not just one of the bigger cities it's gives a little bit I think people that maybe grew up in towns like Hinton and stuff I think will identify with you know what it feels like to live there a little bit but uh, yeah thanks so much for sending it I, I'm sure people are gonna uh, are gonna love it and thanks for coming in today to talk with me it's so nice to meet you yeah thanks so for put me. a face to the the story and everything yeah, and uh, fun. and uh, yeah just thanks so much thank you very much